0: Amen. We're here to proclaim unto the Lord that He is holy. He is mighty. He is our strong tower. Amen. Hallelujah. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The name
1: of the Lord is...
0: the name of the Lord. Hosanna, blessed be the rock of my salvation.
1: Oh, magnify the Lord with me, for He
0: It's good to sing unto the Lord. It's good to give praise unto the Lord. It's wonderful to come to church or connect together as a church on a Wednesday night and praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the mighty name of the Lord. Maybe we could stand together and maybe we'll sing this chorus. We place you in the highest place. We haven't sang that for quite some time.
1: We place you in the highest place. For you are the great high.
0: To read out this evening, Sister Tracy Rebus is requesting prayer for an unspoken need. Uh, Brother Ryan and Sister Haley Snow are requesting prayer for traveling mercies. And um, Sister Clara Wallman has a friend with a physical need. I just want to remember these needs in prayer. And Brother. Uh, Cobus called me and uh, requested prayer for his son Stephan who's in a real need in his body and we just want to bring that before the Lord and each and every one of us we have needs maybe we can just maybe lift our hands as we go to prayer Brother Tom could I ask you to come and take us to throne of grace and prayer and we'll just lift up our hands and Hold our needs before our blessed Savior. Amen. God bless you.
2: Our dear and precious Heavenly Father, we indeed place you in the highest place. For you are the great high priestess, the scriptures declare. Then a prophet comes behind and says, unless, Lord, we confess our healing, The high priest couldn't move. And so, Lord, as Brother Nathan has read these requests and we hold it before the throne of grace, we're asking that you would move sovereignly, individually, for every need is so individual, Lord. And each one on the Internet and each one that has joined us tonight have their hands raised, their hearts lifted up. Lord, you are the great I am. The supplier of every need. You can meet every heart's cry. Lord, as your prophet said, when blind Bartimaeus cried out. that you never heard the voice, but you heard his faith. And that gives us, Lord, such encouragement tonight. That you might not hear our voice, but you hear our faith. That you would move on the behalf of these brethren and sisters that have knees, Lord. and Brother Stephan, it's touched our heart, has a great need. I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you'll move wherever he is, Lord. That the balm of Gilead, the great I am, the great shalom of God will settle upon him. And the peace that passes all understanding will minister to his soul. And all other requests and all other needs, Lord, meet them, we pray. Deal with every heart. And as Brother John Andes will come and minister the words of life, not the words of man, but the words of life. And the scripture declares, and you sent out your word and you healed the people. Heal them, Lord, body, soul, and spirit. Use your minister tonight. Use the vessel that the word of God could be proclaimed. And Lord, sons and daughters of God would reach within that veil and take it to themselves in an atmosphere of faith saying all things are possible to them that believe. And I do believe, God, that you can meet every need, Lord. So, Father, we commit the service to you, and as the brothers will translate, Lord, Father, so often we forget that they're laboring as the brothers are laboring. Anoint them as they will translate this message into another language. And may you receive all the glory and all the honor. We ask it in Jesus Christ's name. Amen.
0: Tom, I appreciate that. You can have your seats this evening. Thank you for standing. I just want to greet each and every one that's in our midst, and uh, the technicians and musicians, and all those that have made this possible, and all those that have joined with us by the way of Zoom and by way of streaming. We just say, God bless you. We greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The name above all names. Amen. We'll sing a couple, a couple more songs and we'll invite our brother John to come and minister. How about let's sing uh, Down at the Cross Where My Savior Died. It's a good old song, one of my favorites. It's one of that, that song that Brother Paul Rader said, Who's dying here? Let's sing some good old gospel, snappy gospel tunes. <laughs> There's something to rejoice about. Amen. Even on his deathbed. Death has no fear. Grave has no victory. Amen. Through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. All because
1: of the cross. Amen. Well, down at the cross where my Savior died, Down where for cleansing from sin I cried, Oh, and there to my heart was the To my heart was the blood of
0: We're not a Methodist. We don't believe in sprinkling. We believe in plunging. And we've got a fountain to plunge into. Amen. We don't want to go halfway. We don't want to go a quarter. We want to go all the way. Amen. 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 Well, Brother John's here, so we'll sing uh, majesty. Worship his majesty as
1: he comes. Oh, majesty worship his man.
3: Oh, so exalted, lift up on high, hallelujah, just wherever you are tonight, oh, magnify, hallelujah, oh, Jesus, you inhabit the praises, I wonder if we can slip up our hands wherever you're at and just begin to thank the Lord, love the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Jesus, we've come tonight to worship you, to love you. We believe there's little lights all over this area, Lord, all over the globe. They're tonight lifting up hands and hearts and desires to love you To worship you, to praise you. Would you come and minister individually to them, Lord? Oh, Father, you are not distant. You are not far away. You are close. You are near. You are nigh unto every single believer. Tonight, would healing flow through this service? Would strength and virtue and endurance come through the word, Lord? salvation and encouragement and deliverance, Lord. Wherever every saint is gathered, may you just come personal and may they feel the angels tugging on their hearts, Lord, and in their homes, and their lives, wherever they're at, Lord. We've gathered in the precious name of Jesus. At this time, Lord, we give you the service. We just pray you'd strengthen every life. Thank you for the songs, Lord. That's why we came out a little early. Not to cut the song service short, but Lord, just to be in the atmosphere, just to be in your presence, Lord. As David played the harp, Lord, and evil spirits were cast out, Lord. And I believe already in this meeting, evil spirits, Lord, has been cast out. And Satan is already nervous. He's already wondering what's going to happen. Lord, may tiredness and sickness and trouble, anxieties and pressure just get behind each one of us, Lord, as we look into your wonderful face. Bless your word, Lord, and all of us together as we fellowship around the word of God. Break it to us, Lord, and fill up our bottles with wine and oil. Let it be spontaneous and divine in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Luke chapter 8 together. God bless you. Thank you wonderful musicians to be able to be here and see your faces and be in a service. So wonderful. We greet you in the name of the Lord and to those that are streaming tonight and those on the Zoom. We welcome you. Luke chapter 8 verse 11. Tonight, we'd like to speak just a short uh, title and speak on remaining anchored, remaining anchored. And as believers, that there would just be something, something that's anchored in your soul, the word of God, just grab a hold of that anchor tonight and just pull up a little bit tighter. The anchor holds. So remaining anchored. This is uh, Luke chapter 8 verse 11. You're very aware of the parable of the sower. So we're not going to read all of it. Let's just skip down to verse 11. The words of Jesus. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. Is this incredible? They on the rock are they which when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no root, which for a while believe, And in time of temptation or testing, they fall away. And that which fell among the thorns are they which when they have heard. So we're speaking about individuals. People that have heard the word. They go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life. And bring no fruit to perfection. But verse 15 is where you and I, tonight, I believe, are identified here as those that are on good ground. I believe that with all my heart. That they, but that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. So that's what's been happening. That's what's happening now. It's the anchor. Remaining anchored. It's God has just allowed these things to happen. Because with patience, he's bringing forth his fruit. One more verse, and that's in Luke 21. Just a few uh, chapters later. Luke 21, verse 19. Amen. So good to see your Bibles and see you. Interested in the word of God on a Wednesday night. Luke chapter 21 verse 19. Let's read this out loud together. In your patience possess ye your souls. I think we can read that one more time wherever you're gathered. If you're alone or with your family or here. Let's read verse 19 together. In your patience possess ye your souls. God bless you. You can have your seats tonight. God bless you. <clears throat> Remaining anchored. This morning, very early, I was, uh went into our kitchen there. Just meditating on the service, praying for the meeting tonight. I just began to weep, Brother Tom. Tears begin to come down my face that... We would be able to see some of you. We'd be able to fellowship like this. And I begin to think what some would say you became overcome with emotion. But I I felt it was something deeper than that. I I feel it was we become overcome with the love of God for the body of Christ. And I think that's what's happening tonight as we gather together like this. That we are just remaining anchored in Christ the word. I was listening this past week to a message, Brother Tom and Brother Tim Dodd mentioned several messages on Sunday and we've listened to quite a few of those messages that Brother Tom and Brother Tim Dodd mentioned and we took it into the Sunday night surface of a thinking man's filter. Something just caught my heart as Brother Branham said, any man that's a real Christian born again today, No, since he was a little kid or a little girl, either, that there was something in you that hungered for God. Tonight, let's grab a hold of that anchor just a little bit. Uh, Tonight, I'm thinking about maybe a, a little girl or a little boy or someone else even older that just needs to grab a hold of that anchor. Ever since you were a little Child, a little kid, a little girl, or a little boy. There was something in you that hungered for God. And you tried joining churches and everything else and it just wouldn't work. He said, what was it? It was that word. You were hunting for a filter. And one day it passed before you and you seen Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that satisfied the taste. Because life was in you drawing. See the life in you is drawing. It's telling what desire you got here. You're pulling. You can't pull through this and that and the other. You've got to find that right filter. Because you're a thinking person. He's talking about a thinking man's filter. Amen. This is as Brother Branham was walking through the forest and he saw a cigarette package. And um, I asked someone today that knew the kind of package it was. And it was a Viceroy cigarette package. And you might remember the voice spoke to Brother Branham and said, go back and pick up that uh, cigarette package. And Brother Bam said, no, no, I won't touch that. You know, cigarettes and cigarette smoking just makes me sick. And no, the Holy Spirit had a message for a bride that even in 2020, he was going to bring to us a truth that what the world would call a thinking man's filter, viceroy. And even in their advertisements, you can just Google it. Uh, when you have time. But uh, they, they talked about their thinking man's filter. And they uh, talking about uh, how it's a smoking man's taste. And Brother Badham talked about no real man would do that. I really think it's a real man and a woman today that would admit that we have a hunger for God. Something is pulling us. Something is moving us. And he said you're a thinking person. You are Predestinated. We are not just men and women, boys and girls tonight, just going through life aimlessly. But we are predestined. There's been something deep in our souls that has an eternal value. That there's nothing we go through in this life is going to stop us. We are going to remain anchored. We're going to remain faithful. We're going to remain true. It just seems like no matter what comes against a believer... Whatever trials come against you, as our scripture is so amazing in your patience, possess ye your souls in your patience. So it's not the minister's patience or or, or the, the deacon's patience or the song leaders patience. But something is working in your own life. God is possessing himself through your life. And tonight maybe we can just grab a hold of that something again and feel that anchor. Patience is something that we don't speak about a lot of times because usually there's trials attached to it. You know, we say we want more patience and God gives you trials. But here, here we have patience tonight as <clears throat> something that's enduring, something that's continuant, something that a believer's just waiting. They're just patiently waiting. They've been steadfast. It's just constant. You know, you might not be the smartest person in your class. You might not be the richest person in the church. You might not be the person that dresses the nicest. Uh, you might not be able to sing like a lark. People might run away when you start singing on a hill far away or something, but If there's something in your heart that is anchored. Something of the word. Tonight we ought to just be so happy. That we have a hunger and a thirst for the living God. You are predestinated. And when all of this world is falling apart. And involved in a tribulation. And then cast into hell. And going through uh, eons of time of hell and trouble. There's going to be a group of people. That's going to be so happy and thrilled that you made the right choices. You responded to the thinking lady's filter. The thinking man's filter. You you went back and you reached up that something. You had patience. You had endurance. And tonight in the New Testament, this word patience is speaking of a a man or a woman who was not swerved from your deliberate purpose. And your loyalty to faith and your Christian character. Even by the greatest trials and sufferings, there's something that's just steadfast. You're just patiently enduring. You're just waiting for something. You're sustaining. You're persevering. And and that speaks of us tonight as believers in your patience. Possess ye your souls. Uh, this comes from another word, and tonight I'm going to show just some slides in a few minutes. I don't want to be long uh, tonight, and 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 uh, maybe this would be a good service to just be a little shorter. But this word patience comes from another word in the scripture that means that you're taking things patiently. It means that you're remaining and you're tarrying behind. It's like you're just waiting. For the leadership of God. You've lost your own mind. You've lost your own will. You're not motivated by politics. You're not caught up in movies. The music of the world. The fashion of the world. The sports of the world. Will just continue on in a tribulation. But the bride is being moved out of this whole civilization. We're we're being moved beyond all of this friends. So this word patience has to do with a suffering. It has to do with someone that's not receding and just fleeing away. But it means that there's something that is preserved and you are being kept by the power of God. Tonight, just ask the Lord to come, all of us, and just say, Lord, fill me freshly With the Holy Spirit. I mean, friends, certainly we can't go too far down the road, but we could use a fresh baptism and just a renewal and somebody pass another glass of wine and, you know, somebody glass. I'm speaking spiritual wine. I'm speaking about someone that has been in prayer. Someone that's just been waiting on God. They are burdened. They're, they're willing to go back and pick this up or look at that again. And even if you're not as patient as you know that maybe you ought to be, that tonight could be a night that you could say, God, anoint my life with patience and with steadfastness. That we're not a, an individual that is fleeing and uh, running away when there's times of adversity. But we are being kept. We are being uh, kept within. The perfect will of God. Even under misfortunes. Even under trials. That are holding. Uh, that tend to move individuals. Individuals that do not have an experience. But for the believer. When we face a misfortune. Or we go through. A trial of our faith. We are going through that with the Lord on our side. It's not us alone, and it's not you alone tonight. You you might feel alone, but we are together. Hallelujah. If the last year has taught us all that, that you might feel alone, you might feel like it's just your family, but we are together. We are, we are still a body of Christ. That it's more than just emotion. Carrying us through. But it's a strength of character. And a faith on the inside. The anchor holds tonight. Praise God. The anchor is still holding. We are bravely and calmly. Going through ill treatments. As the brothers bring up our first slide. We are bravely and calmly. Going through ill treatments. Of this life. Now as we look at this. Together, an invisible union. Many familiar things tonight. Look up the word. The word doesn't mean forgiven. The word means justified. It don't mean you're forgiven. For instance, you heard I got drunk and done some evil things and everything. Then you come around and say to me, you found out I didn't do them. Then you come around and say, brother, Bradham, I forgive you. Forgive me. I didn't do it at the first place, but the word justified" as though you never done it. Amen. it's not even regarded at all. How is it done in God's book of the seer forgetfulness, your old book, and marriage is divorced and is dead. it's not even in the memories of God. Amen, you are justified. Therefore, being justified, it was accused and you was accused, but you never done it in the first place. The old union is in the sea of God's forgetfulness. You wasn't married to it to begin with, but he, the bridegroom, bore your shame himself for you in your place. Do we believe the word tonight? He, the bridegroom, bore your shame himself for you in your place. He took your place for you were predestinated for him to be in his bride before the foundation of the world. The Bible said, so you are the predestinated seed. Glory to God. So God has saw a seed. Put a seed in your soul. You know, friends, as we walk along, we realize from one service to the next. Someone might not have caught it last service. Tonight might be their night. Sunday if the Lord tarries or if there would be another service. Or Friday night at the youth service at 7 o'clock. All the young people, you're invited. You know, they there might be just where the lights come on. All the years of mechanics. All the years of service. All the years of Sunday school. And we'll go to the next slide here. I just want to make some of you... Uh, feel at home here. Can you all see that on your screen? I just had to bring the camp back in front of you so that you can see this was our last summer camp. Some of the U.S. believers have been enjoying the chapel and enjoying Mount Baker. So we just wanted to bring this for the assembly tonight that we're remaining, remaining faithful, remaining anchored. Hallelujah. God's giving us patience. He's given us something. Something deep down in our souls. Brother Branham said this in trying to do God a service without it being His will. He only reveals His Word in the predestinated. So watch this quote. He doesn't say just to the predestinated, but he said He only reveals His Word in the predestinated. He's talking about your character. He's talking about your life. He's not, he's not just talking about a sermon where it could, you say, well, it reveals his word too. You say, well, I heard the word or I heard the message. There's many that heard the message. They heard the words. They, they saw Jesus. They were in Brother Branham's meetings, but only the predestinated are going to go in the rapture. God is revealing his word in the predestinated tonight and the good hearts, those that have Honest hearts. Those that are willing to lay aside everything. And we're coming to just something tonight. And I just want it to be really strong in your heart. That nothing else matters in your life. But you and Christ. And Brother Branham's bringing this word predestinate. And grace is what God did for me. Works is what I do for him. If He said, if you climb out on these different limbs, you find yourself out on the limb and can't get back. But the book of Ephesians pulls it together. He said, but predestinated, it's God's foreknowledge that he knowed. He died that all might be saved. But by his foreknowledge, he knowed who would and who would not. That's what he knows. He said, I don't know it and you don't know it. So we work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Hallelujah. God, reveal your word to my heart in my lifetime, Lord. Reveal it to the predestinated. He said, I don't know it and you don't know it. So we work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. God has his word said and has in all the ages his foreknowledge. And he caused him to set in the church and people and certain things that he did from the beginning. Then the gospel that's being preached to that age is only revealed to that certain people. The rest of them don't see it. He said, said, thank thee, Father, that thou hast hid these things from the eyes of the wise and prudent. And revealed it to babes, such as will learn. That's the predestinated. Hallelujah. Not that he did it by you say, I'll choose you and don't choose you, but by his foreknowledge, he knowed what you would do. I wonder if you can just wave your hand if you believe our God is like that. He, he knows before that you would say yes. He knows before that some would struggle. He knows that some. Would go through hard times and it would seemingly like they reject it for a season. But you are predestinated and God is gonna come back around and reveal Himself to your heart. He knowed what you would do. God's infinite tonight. Our God is awesome. He's a great God. So He looked before. He knows every flea, flea, my, Brother Michael, we almost need a picture of a flea on the screen. A little flea, you know. He knows every flea that would ever be on the earth. How many times them fleas would bat their eyes. (laughs) Incredible. How much tallow was in each flea. And every blade of grass it would ever sit on. It's kind of like Sister Lisa Weber's background there. All the grass and all the green grass and all the... Beautiful grass behind Sister Lisa. God bless you, Sister Lisa. God knows every blade of grass. God knows every flea. He knows the tallow. Every time a flea would just bat its eyes, Sister Shirley. Does, does that mean that God knows your eyes? He knows your life. He knows your family. He knows your needs or situations. You, you might think I'm all alone. I'm just struggling through this. no. God is building patience in your life. Remain anchored. Just remain anchored. Steadfast. Unmovable. It reminds me of the man that just said, You know, Lord, unless you give me this experience of the Holy Ghost, when you come back here, there's going to be a pile of bones here in this field because I know I need something real. You know, God met him right there. And we need that same burden in this hour of Men and women that are predestinated with the fire of God in their bosom, that before you were even born, God knew you. He knew you would say yes. He knew you would submit your will. He knew you would submit your life to Him. And He knows that you are gonna live forever with Him in eternity. Hallelujah. We stumble in darkness, Brother Branham said, because we are finite and we are like sheep. God likened us to sheep and we must have a leader. And that leader is not man. He said that leader is the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God among us. A little while and the world seeth me no more. His physical being was raised up to the throne of God where the Spirit was on his throne. I want you just to listen now. I'm just coming to the heart now here, the message. A little while in the world seeth me no more, but yet ye shall see me. For I'll be with you to the end of the world, even in you. Hallelujah. Tonight you say, where is God? Where is the Holy Spirit? He is in you. You say, well, I, I need the Holy Spirit. Or I need more of that witness. I believe the Holy Spirit could come tonight and fuse a believer's heart with that fresh baptism You might be all alone. You might be two or three of you or in your home or streaming this service. You might be way out there somewhere. You might not have meant to log in or you might be so tired with the things of this life, but all of a sudden the anchor starts pulling. Something's pulling on your heart. Something's pulling on your desire. What is that? That's the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. God has revealed to you and I by this message, by that his foreknowledge has saw us before. And Brother Bradham said to those who he has ordained to these things, otherwise they don't see it. Standing right there, looking right at it, and he can't see it. He's talking about someone that is not predestinated To this election. They're not predestinated. To be this bride of Christ. They can be looking right at it. They can be in a wonderful church. They can be in great meetings. They can be connected to services. All over the world. And they're missing something. They're lacking something. Oh friends don't hold it of low value. That God is still moving in your heart. Stay simple in your heart with God. Stay simple with your desire before God. Isn't it amazing how someone else can be looking at the very same thing and 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 not want it? We see Brother Frank Fletcher there with Brother Milko tonight, a senior veteran. Can you highlight them uh, maybe? Here's Brother Frank Fletcher. God bless you, Brother Frank and Brother Milko, and to see you with patience, enduring. Thank you. They're just steadfast. They're just unmoving. It just doesn't seem to matter what health crisis or family situation or loved ones or situations that go on in people's lives. They seem to uh, bear ill treatment better than so many others that have been gone through troubles. And I just pray God will strengthen us tonight. Let the anchor just be held tonight and just pull up on that anchor a little bit. And Brother Banham's talking about you and I as believers that when you, when you once see it, you can't see nothing else but that. Every time you look, there it is. And he says, well, that's the way Christ is himself. The gospel, the message is. When you once see the message of the hour, there's nothing else but you can see but that. Right. Hallelujah. He's a person. The more you hear of the message for a real predestinated, it draws you closer to Him. And after, after you see Him, you just don't see nothing else. Everything else is gone. The rest of it is just filler. When you want see the message, God help us to see the message. We are in the closing moments of time. Don't get stuck in a rut. Don't get caught up with a frenzy of, of the world. Don't get caught up in just, you know, a housing or your education or your money or some situation in a complex Satan's trying to build in your mind. You can break out of that tonight. You can flex your wings of faith and let the anchor just tear all those barnacles off that It's trying to hold you back from full redemption and full deliverance and full power. You say, well, what about this person? What about that person? Well, somebody else can be looking right at the same thing and and not see it. So you need to ask God, Lord, open my eyes, Lord. Open my heart to walk in the fullness of what you would have for us. Brother Branham said in Noah's time. When Noah and his group, when they saw the message, nothing else mattered. Amen. There's a little phrase for the next two and a half minutes we're going to use. Nothing else mattered. When Noah's group saw that, they saw the message, nothing else mattered. When Moses' group saw it, nothing else mattered. When John's group saw it, nothing else mattered. When Jesus' group saw it, nothing else mattered. When the apostles' group saw it, nothing else mattered. When Luther's group saw it, Wesley's group saw it, Pentecost group saw it, nothing else mattered. They pulled away from everything. Now tonight I'm speaking about the bride. I'm speaking about you and me today. To the elect, to the bride of Christ, nothing else matters. On a Wednesday night, there's a lot of things. It's school week. It's times when our children are coming near the end of February. This is our last Wednesday night service of February 2021. Next Monday will be March the 1st. Here we are now. And we can just get caught up in a schedule and caught up in a certain thing. But friends, nothing else matters but Christ and you. Nothing else matters but the word and you. I'm I'm just going to keep saying it. Nothing else matters but you and your walk with God. Nothing else matters but the rapture. Nothing else matters but the resurrection and being caught away. Nothing else matters. I'm not going to let anything of this life pull me to this way or cares of life or rocky ground or temptation or loved ones falling away or this person getting cold or that certain thing happening. Nothing else matters. Hallelujah. Don't let brother John just be the one saying that. Let it come into your heart. Nothing else matters in my life. But Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we just look now to things that are to be, just moving to the screen now, very familiar. Again, about speaking about his omnipresence. I just have this on the screen now. We can share that. Talking about his omniscience and because he's omnipresent. He's omnipresent. Thank you, brothers. By his foreknowledge. He can't be just like the wind over the earth because he is a being. He just isn't a myth. He's a being. He dwells. He even dwells in a house. He dwells in a place called heaven. And therefore by his being omnipresent, being omniscient, knowing all things, then he is omnipresent because he knows all things. He Oh my, these words, we could just take a whole service on omniscience. He knows all things. He's omnipresent. That means he's at all places at the same time. He's not restricted down to a certain address or a certain location. Tonight we might not be able to gather in this room that would be filled with hallelujahs and glories to God. But God is omnipresent. He fills all time and place. You can invite him right Right there into your situation. And feel that anchor. That just remaining. That patient steadfastness. That something is just enduring. When you would want to maybe throw in the towel. Or you would become impatient. But there's that character. That's the word. That's the predestinated part. That God is not going to lose one of his children. Hallelujah brother Mike and sister Debbie Gagne. We so appreciate you for being present here in the Zoom and turning on your video, we just so appreciate these testimonies. When you see brothers and sisters, they are like men and women of Hebrews Hall of Faith in our modern day that we can say by faith, by faith, by patience. They steadfast. Their love for God was beyond just the economy or the border or money or whatever it is, friends. Nothing else matters but Christ in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's look at this on the screen a little bit, brothers, that are, just keep helping us. Thank you, brothers. God knows all things. Paragraph 39, things that are to be. Now, you grew from your birth. Remember, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking on this again tonight because someone might be hearing this really for the first time. When you grew from your birth, when you was born and presented into this world, God knew that you were going to be here in this earth. And you growed from birth to maturity. Things that seemed so strange to you in your young womanhood and young boyhood as children now seems very real. You couldn't understand it when you was a child. But now as you become adult, you begin to understand and find out that everything was just set just right. And it really means something to you now. So it is your spiritual birth. You do things that you don't understand. When you're a little baby, you come to the altar. You give your life to Christ. You do such strange things. You wonder why you did it. But after a while, when you mature as matured Christians, then you understand it. See, there's something picks up. You see why you had to do it. Your spiritual birth. Your natural birth types your spiritual. How it fitted to you. In this life as you grew, everything fitted right in. Because you were made for that. You were made for that. Wasn't it a strange thing the night that you staggered into the mission... The tent meeting or the little church somewhere on the corner and something the preacher preached on a certain subject and you just fell right at the altar. See, God knew that before the foundation of the world. It seems strange to you why you did it then. But now you understand. You knew what happened. It's so fitting to you in this life and will be also in the life that is to come. This world and its life Seems to advance as you mature. He said I don't believe that a person just happened to be here by chance. Can everybody see that on your screen? I don't believe that a person just happened to be here by chance. Now just think when you come to the world. Everything had to be for. For prepared for you. Or pre-prepared rather for you. And I don't hardly understand. Can't, now Here's something here as I just close out on, on this part of things that are to be. One of Brother Branham's last messages. I don't hardly understand how that we could think that a God that could prepare all these good things for us. And we could not put trust in him. That if he brought us into this chaos. Now, here's a prophet saying he brought us into this chaos. Life isn't a dream. Life isn't always easy. I want to say something. Life isn't always fair. But the believer's anchor goes beyond just being fair. The believer's anchor goes beyond just the country they're born in or their skin color or whatever their language is. It goes far past beyond all of that. Nothing else matters but that eternal part of God that's in your life. Can you say amen tonight? Hallelujah. You are predestinated. That part in you that came from God. That's why we have fellowship tonight with one another. is because there's an anchor. There's a remaining part of God in all of us that is steadfast and sure. Hallelujah. And when the rapture happens, all of the elect are going to be ready to go. Look at this again. If he brought us into this chaos, this would be good for us to see on the screen. If he brought us into this chaos that we're in now and prepared the good things of life for us here, how much more can we trust him to prepare the things that is to come, see the eternal things? It seems, I say, very strange. If God can prepare even the natural things as you grow and mature as a person. God is able to take care of the eternal things. That he's gone to prepare a place for us where everything will be in order on that other side. Praise be to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This old code, I'm just passing up here. I'm going to put this on the screen so you can see, so your heart can be stirred a little bit about the camp. I need to check the time a little bit. 8.33, are we doing okay? Hallelujah. Thank you. I was just looking in a message in Toledo, Ohio. Just a few more minutes tonight. Brother Burnham talked about a wave of the Holy Spirit just coming through the building. And he's he's actually praying and he said, may many of the sinners be saved. And Christians have a closer walk with our Lord is my desire. And may all the sick be healed and all the cripples be healed is my prayer. I seen one time in my life where every person in the building, it was a large tent, he said, which consists of many more than what's here tonight. At one wave of the Holy Spirit came through the tent just as I walked to the platform and there wasn't a crippled or an afflicted person left in the building No sick person or nothing. They was everyone healed. They piled up wheelchairs and things so high. They just had to take them and throw them out like that to get them up. I thought, God, don't let us become so miserable of faith that we don't believe the same Holy Spirit can wave through an internet service and... Wave through a Zoom meeting and wave through Cloverdale Bible way and in a matter of seconds be in your home and you just feel a wave of strength and healing and power come through your being and a surge and the fevers begin to leave brother Benjamin and all of a sudden someone that you came to church and they were... Not well. They were coughing and had all kinds of symptoms that they could say, By the grace of God, that wave of the Holy Spirit, the word ministered to me and I am healed. How many believe that tonight? Before you see any symptoms change, before you see anything in the natural change, just begin to confess it. Just begin to say, Lord, I believe it. Lord, I claim it. I am well. I am strong. I am whole. Satan, I will not confess the unbelief. My anchor is holding beyond the veil. Hallelujah. I wanted to share this tonight. It might help a mother or a sister. To know that God's mindful of your faith. And I know that you are very familiar with this. But it was something in Shreveport that Brother Branham was conveying. And he said in the message why in Shreveport. Last evening the Holy Spirit did something special. We didn't have any prayer cards. So he just went out through the building. Wasn't that a marvelous thing how that he did that? Now tonight we didn't have any prayer cards, but the angel of the Lord is here and he's visiting you and, and just watch how Brother Branham was giving credit to the Holy Spirit, how he went, he went through the building. Wasn't that a marvelous thing? He said, divine healing does not lay in a man. It's a finished work. Your faith is in a finished work. And he goes on to speak about this. He's given an example about what happened in Mississippi. Now, he's in Shreveport. I want you to listen real closely, especially sisters and young ladies. It's happened in Mississippi. He's conveying this in Shreveport. He was holding a meeting, he said, and it was raining and there was a cooperating minister that was there. He had sponsored the meetings, Brother Bigsby or Busby, and he said he used to be a football player. And it was in an auditorium, and there was a testimony came that was astounding. And the testimony was that Billy went down to give out prayer cards, so, uh, it, it wasn't in a church. It was like in an auditorium. So they had given out prayer cards that night. And he said. The testimony came in later. That there was a little lady. Sitting up on the front seat. Just a common little church girl. Like a, a little mother. That And there was another lady. That was walking back and forth. With a baby. And the baby was wrapped up in a blanket. And it was raining. And the little lady could have no place to sit down. It was just packed and jammed out into the streets and people standing with umbrellas. So this little lady sitting there and the Holy Spirit spoke to her. How many believe the Holy Spirit speaks today? Don't just put it behind the pulpit. Don't put it just on the preachers. The Holy Spirit wants to use you, use your body. Use you and your family. I'm giving this example to encourage your faith to remain anchored because it goes out even into the sisters, into the young ladies. The Holy Spirit began to speak to this lady, just a member of the body of Christ. And the Holy Spirit said to her, said, go pray for that baby. And when the lady turned, she was holding a prayer card in her hand. And so this lady said, oh, Father, I I cannot go pray for that baby. Brother Brother Branham will pray for that baby tonight like that had anything to do with it. But I, I just can't pray for that baby. And as she walked back and forth, it just kept getting on her heart more and more. And go pray for that baby. And finally, she said, perhaps maybe to get it off my heart, I can just give the lady my seat anyhow and because she looked like she was worn out, worn out. She said, "How do you do, sister?" said, "You look so tired with the baby, Haven't got my baby, or so would you take my seat and you just sat down right here with your baby?" She said, "Thank you, sister. I don't want to take your seat." She said, "Yes, you must do it because I see that you're tired and you're worn out." Well, she sat down and she said, "Just before you sat down, said, "I noticed that you have a prayer card." in your hand. She said, yes. The young man gave it to me a few minutes ago as he went out the door, said, brother Branham is going to pray for your baby tonight. Said, I hope so. I hope my number's called tonight. She said, oh, I'll pray that brother Branham will call your number tonight. She said, if if I've been a Christian, I just can't get it off my heart. If I'll just, if you'll just excuse me, it could relieve my feelings. If you would just Let me say a little prayer for your baby. Well, she said, certainly, darling. Go ahead and pray for the baby. And she held it out. Maybe the mother still had the little prayer card. She held out the little baby. And the mother laid her hands upon the little baby crying and said, Lord, I'd do this because to take it off my heart. I pray that you'll heal the baby when your servant. Watch, this is... Just watch where her faith was. She just kept pushing it off and pushing it off. I pray that you'll heal the baby when your servant, Brother Branham, comes and prays for it. Let it be healed. And she sat down and the other lady with the baby and this lady goes and climbs way up in the balcony. I believe it had two balconies and she was in the top balcony. And about five minutes after that, Brother Branham said, I came in and I got to preaching and I called the Prayer cards, number 25 to 50 or something like that and started to call certain numbers and it might happen to be this lady was about the third or the fourth one in the line. And the little mother up in the building, you know, up in the top, she was so happy. She said, thank you Lord, I'm so glad for that mother. That was on my heart for that poor little sick baby. When the little baby got into the prayer line and come up close to where we were standing, Brother Bradham said where I was standing and I looked at her and he said, I said, sister, said your baby is suffering. Some kind of a disease or something. I said, you've come from a certain place and you are so and so, certain certain name. Said, but your baby is already healed. Said the Holy Spirit spoke to that little lady standing up there in the balcony She's already prayed the prayer of faith for your baby. (laughs) Now, if you'd go back to her prayer, you would make it sound like she was shoving it off to Brother Branham, shoving it off to the preacher. I pray this baby's healed when Brother Branham, but watch, Brother Branham said it was the prayer of faith that a mother had for another mother. And this is really, this is really the, the anchor. The compassion of that mother For the baby would have went far beyond what I would have had for it. Here's a prophet. Here's a man of God. that He publicly admitted that another mother had more compassion for the baby than he would have had. I pray God help us tonight to be led by the Holy Spirit. A mother having compassion for another mother's baby. He said if God ever speaks to your heart. To go pray for somebody. You do what God tells you to do. Always follow the Holy Spirit. Always follow the Holy Spirit. Always follow the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Nothing else matters. Just before our musicians come, as we look at who is this Melchizedek, we can maybe put that on the screen, brothers, for the saints. Think of it. Before Jesus was ever born, 4,000 years before he came on earth and several thousand years before you came on earth, Jesus in God's mind died for the sins of the world and the book of life was made and your name was put on that book of life before the foundation Of the world. This is a Wednesday night service. I know that. Here we are at the end of the meeting. But these are just some anchors. These are just. We just felt to share some of these. Things that were just anchored deep. Anchored deep down. What is giving the believers. That kind of remaining steadfast. It's things like this. That's been revealed by our prophet. Your name was ordained of God and placed on the book of life before the foundation of the world. You were there in his attributes. You don't remember it, no, because you're just a part of his life. Predestination is in plain view here. And he goes on to speak here in this message, who is this Melchizedek, about the stages of that eternal purpose. How perfection and first is justification, second is sanctification, Third is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's right. Then comes the rapture. Is that why we're still here in February 2021? Is because there is someone that needed to be ready for the rapture. There's been hundreds baptized in Uganda. There's been others that have given their hearts to the Lord. That's why the Lord couldn't come in 1965, 1970, 1975, 1980. 1990, 2000, why the same reason he couldn't come in the past year is because we have believers that are fighting their way through justification, sanctification, baptism of the Holy Ghost, then comes the rapture. Oh God, send a wave, Brother Darren, of your Holy Spirit across the earth and baptize your people and baptize the predestinated and fill us with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You watch for that third pull then. When God begins to vindicate that. God vindicates that plainly. The predestinated is the only one that's considered in redemption. Did you get it? Let me say that again. He said, the predestinated is the only one that's considered in redemption. People might be making like. I think we've seen a lot of that, Brother Tom. People might be making like. They might think like they are. Uh, But the real redemption is those that are predestinated. Because the very word redeem means to bring back. Is that right? Redeem is to something. To redeem anything is bring it back to its original place. So it's only the predestinated will be brought back because the others didn't come from there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're going back to God. You're going back to holiness. You're going back into a rapture. Because that's where you came from. In the mind of God. If you believe the message of the Bible. And the present message of the day. Vindication of it. The reason you are sitting here. Because you were predestinated to sit here. You wouldn't have been here otherwise. See. But you were predestinated to be here. See. You can't help it. You have a father. He is God. And you were a seed. <laughs> you might as well say tonight, I am a seed. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm predestinated. I'm anchoring. I'm remaining anchored in Jesus Christ's name. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet and our musicians can come. Brother Michael, can you come back to the musicians? That'd be so wonderful. Thank you. Hallelujah. So wonderful to have these Brothers and sisters, just singing, singing and being such a blessing to us. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask you, Brother Nathan, to come. I just felt as you were singing earlier at the start of the service. We're going to end the service just with a little bit of singing. Just with a little bit of encouragement before we leave one another. And we have to go and be another few days maybe before we see one another. Oh, my. To know that the anchor holds and there's something solid, something sure, something that's real. Hallelujah. You know that song, Brother Nathan, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. Brother, we know this, all the musicians, sorry to call you up so abruptly. Oh, God will make a a way. way Where
1: there seems to Let's be worship, yeah, a no little way oh, He works, works in way. ways
3: Just make it a prayer. Just let it be faith coming out of your heart. Just something anchoring deep down. It's the Word of God. When you're just a little girl and a little boy. God gave you a hunger for Him. We couldn't explain it, we didn't know what it was. And now, at this time of your life, you can say, nothing else matters. nothing else matters and i wonder now if all of us here can agree together that there would be a wave of the holy spirit i know there's needs i know there's families i know there's situations that are streaming that are on the zoom that are in our assembly that there's why don't we just pray that god will just wave through their home just wave through their address lord sin healing angel by that way lord We're not 20 or 30 feet from where they're at, but you, Lord, are present. You'll make a way for them, Lord. May they rise up out of that bed of affliction and stop confessing things of just health and just their bad feelings and just begin to confess the word. Lord, no matter how I feel, you are my healer. You are my strength. You're my endurance. My endurance is growing. My endurance is growing. My strength is coming back. My right attitude is coming back. My heart is being mended. Let it be positive tonight. Let's pray that now for the body. God would send a wave of the Holy Spirit. Let's not just have sermons. Let's not just end services with a little bit of music and then we log off. But now let's just believe in the supernatural wave. Just a wave of the Holy Spirit. Just a... Hallelujah. And testimonies. Testimonies begin to come. Let's sing this one more time and then we're going to go to prayer. Oh, our God. Tonight, steadfast and sure. Your patience is pulsating through the body of Christ. We're asking for healing. We're asking for divine energy and strength. We're asking for cancers to leave, tumors to leave, back troubles to be dealt with. By your stripes, we are healed, Lord. A mother can have more of compassion for another mother and another baby than even a prophet can. Oh, Jesus, certainly we can believe for one another that we can have compassion for one another following the leadership of the Holy Spirit that you would have already answered a prayer before we even knew it, Lord Jesus. We just want to say thank you, Jesus. And apply our faith and apply our believing that all things are possible and you are working in the unseen realm. Take the service tonight. Take the words that have been spoken. Take the atmosphere that's been conveyed throughout this service. And I pray that, oh, Father, Jesus, that you would now the supernatural part, the elements now that comes from you alone would move in the hearts of the body. May we hear testimonies for days and weeks as the meetings continue that God is ministering to us. God is doing miracles and healings and deliverances. This is only God can do this. We commit every need to you, every unspoken request, every hand raised, every heart that is groaning, Lord, thirsty to see you working on their behalf. Lord, let all of us come to this resolution. Nothing else matters. Let us follow that, Lord. Even as we leave tonight and as the song service continues, let it just water down that seed, Lord, that more than ever, greater than ever before, you would anchor this faith in your people. Lord, this Friday night at 7 o'clock, as our young people have an opportunity to gather, I pray you'd bless them. Anoint the speaker and anoint the atmosphere. If we would have another Sunday, your will be done in all of the gatherings and the decisions being made for the future of our church, Lord, and the gatherings of your people. May the Holy Spirit lead us and guide us, Lord, let us put on a thinking man's filter. Oh, Jesus, a real thinking ladies' filter of the word of God. In Jesus' name, we thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Oh, let's sing Jesus Breaks Every Fetter. Then, Brother Nathan, you can just take over and maybe sing one after that. Jesus pray every
1: fetter you hey.